0: The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Matthew. At the sight of the crowds, Jesus' heart was moved with pity for them because they were troubled and abandoned like sheep without a shepherd. Then he said to his disciples, The harvest is abundant, but the laborers are few. So ask the master of the harvest to send out laborers for his harvest. Then he summoned his 12 disciples and gave them authority over unclean spirits to drive them out and to cure every disease and every illness. The names of the 12 apostles are these. First, Simon called Peter, his brother Andrew, James the son of Zebedee and his brother John, Philip and Bartholomew, Thomas and Matthew the tax collector, James the son of Alphaeus and Thaddeus, Simon from Cana and Judas Iscariot who betrayed him. Jesus sent out these 12 after instructing them thus, do not go into pagan territories or enter a Samaritan town. Go rather to the lost sheep of the house of Israel. As you go, make this proclamation. The kingdom of heaven is at hand. Cure the sick. Raise the dead, cleanse the lepers, drive out demons. Without cost you have received, without cost you are to give. The Gospel of the Lord.
1: Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. Thank you, Thank you for taking a moment to pray with me. Uh, that, that prayer that prayer, the litany to the Sacred Heart of Jesus, was a prayer that the bishops in the USCCB asked all faithful, all Catholics, all believers in Jesus Christ to pray this past Friday on the solemnity to the Sacred Heart of Jesus in reparation for the blasphemy and the insults that took place in the Dodger Stadium in Los Angeles. You can read about that on the USCCB website where the bishops themselves wrote a letter and explained how the behavior of a particular group with a particular ideology was blasphemous and attacking to our faith and above all, a real sorrow to the heart of Jesus. So how do we respond as followers of Jesus Christ? There's only one way to respond, my brothers and sisters in Christ, and that's to pray. Jesus said, pray for those who persecute you and calumniate you and utter every kind of evil against you falsely because of me. Rejoice. Rejoice and be glad if your names are written in heaven. We as followers of Jesus Christ Pray. We imitate Jesus. Jesus in the gospel today, he speaks to us in the today of our life. He calls us by name, each and every one of us in the today of our life. He calls in a particular way, you fathers on this Father's Day, you men on this Father's Day, you future fathers, you men who are spiritual fathers in different ways as coaches and teachers and mentors. He makes an appeal to your heart and mine. Jesus in the gospel, he stepped forth from the boat, put his feet on the land, on the shoreline of our daily life today, and his heart was moved for pity for them. For they were like sheep without a shepherd. How much Jesus The sacred heart of Jesus, he has a heart like ours, beats, beats as he's seated at the right hand of the Father in heaven. And it beats with love, not only for you and me, but for all humanity. He's the one who cried from the cross for you and for me in that second letter talking about we were the guilty ones. And he cried out and he said, Father, Abba, Daddy. Forgive them, they know not what they do. We're called to do the same as followers of Jesus Christ. When the blow comes to one cheek, we offer the other. When we're asked to go one mile, we go two. If they want to take the cloak from our back, we give them our tunic as well. We're believers in Jesus Christ. We're followers in Jesus Christ, and by the way we live and by the way we love, we will point others to the Father's house. Imagine the courage of St. Stephen, one of the first followers in the Acts of the Apostles. Many threw their cloaks at the feet of Saul, who later became Paul, and he took the blows of those stones, and he turned his gaze to the Heavenly Father, and he said, Father, do not hold this sin against them. Lord Jesus, do not hold this sin against them. That's the prayer of a Christian. That's a believer, a follower of the way. Jesus says in the gospel today, he speaks about the harvest is abundant, but the labors are free few. Does our gaze out to the harvest in our daily life, move our hearts like Jesus. Jesus who gives us his sacred heart in the Eucharist. His precious body, blood, soul, and divinity in the Eucharist. There's been Eucharistic miracles in the world where scientists have done tests on it in different ways. and it's truly been seen to be heart tissue. It tastes like bread, it looks like bread, but it's truly Jesus and he gives his heart to us. And you little ones or those who may be longing to receive Holy Communion. You haven't received Holy Communion. Or are brothers and sisters in Christ of the one baptism. You can open your heart and you can beg that living word to come to your heart through his living word that we read, that we can read on a daily basis. Feed ourselves on that heart. So that our hearts truly will become more like Jesus. So that when you and I, not just our Sunday, but our Monday and our Tuesday, we step from the boats of our daily life, from our cars, we open up those doors and we step into our places of work. We see the harvest is abundant, but the labors are few. We step into the stores, into the communities, and in our places where we recreate in our neighborhoods and from our homes and we look out and we see that the harvest is abundant, but the labors are few. Do I hear the call of Jesus to my heart? Do I hear Jesus speaking to my heart? I wanna send you Jesus says, pray to the harvest master that he'll send out laborers to his harvest. How many people are praying all over the world and just think, maybe they're praying for a church. We can only worry about this parish right now. Maybe they're praying for you and for me. Maybe someone in another state who's thinking about their young daughter or son that's a young adult in the city. That maybe, just maybe, some other young adult in the city who works in the same place with them will invite them back to church. As I know a young man told me a little over a week ago, Father, Father, I invited this friend of mine to come to work, to church with me. He's worked with me, I invited him to come. You know, it's been the first time he's been to mass since his confirmation, since he was 14. And I invited him to come and his heart was touched by the Holy Spirit, by the worship, by the way we pray, by the way we render glory to God in this encounter with our Heavenly Father. Yes, it takes an act of faith. Yes, we have to believe in the Holy Spirit, God's love that pours out and wants to touch our heart. Yes, we have to profess every week that yes, Jesus Christ is seated at the right hand of the Father with a body like ours, showing his Father his trophies, his glorious wounds for you and me, but also pointing down at us calling us by name and through the Holy Spirit wanting to speak to our hearts this day. This is our time. It's a time to pray. Pray for sending workers out to the harvest. But imagine if each one of us, just this mass, we prayed for the person to our left and right. Not for ourselves, but we prayed for each and every parishioner that's here right now and on live stream we prayed for whoever that person may be and say maybe it's your child maybe it's your spouse maybe it's someone who's sitting alone that you don't even know but you can tell they're alone and maybe it's their first time in mass maybe it's you who have been so far away from god that you're beating yourself up and saying i don't know if i'm worthy of this none of us are worthy the publican was in the front of the temple praising himself and the sinner was in the back beating their chest. Lord, have mercy on me. If you find yourself in that place, you are welcome. God sees your heart and loves you, and he calls you. You can do it. You can be his disciple. In Acts chapter 11, verse 26, and I'm just warming up. This is gonna be an hour and a half homily, okay? I'm gonna get warmed up. Acts chapter 11, verse 26. Said this before, that's where the followers of the way, disciples of the Lord, because that's what they called themselves. They looked at Jesus and they followed Jesus. In Acts chapter 11, verse 26, that's where they were first called Christians. Christians in Antioch by people on the outside. By people on the outside of their lives looking in how much, how much our country and our world needs fathers, needs men who fall to their knees in prayer, men who honor their wives and guide their children. Men are going to stand up as protectors and providers and say, leave the children alone. We can't attack their purity. We should learn from them because they're innocent. It's time. It's time to stand up with courage and be Christians, followers of the way and do it the way the first Christians did. Build up your domestic church. Build up your home. May it be a light in your community, in your neighborhood, so that others may see the good that you do and give glory to God. Do not be afraid. Do not be afraid to let the light of Christ shine from your lives and in your homes and in your marriages, in your place of work, in your schools, in your place of recreation. Light is attractive and those who may be walking in darkness will be drawn, please God, to that light. And if anything, it may be us nailed to our cross that draw people hopefully. Because Jesus said, when I am lifted up, then I will draw all people to myself. Because everybody suffers, everybody suffers. People who are grasping for other things, they're they're desiring, their hearts are desiring a God who loves them and they want to live forever and they're trying to find new things and they're suffering. And we as followers of Jesus Christ, when we step from our boat of our daily life on the shoreline of the lives of others, may our hearts be moved for pity with them, to have compassion, cum passio, to suffer with those who suffer, to pray for them, to love them as Jesus loves them, and to lead them to the Father who loves them and sent his only begotten Son, not to condemn the world, but to redeem it. Imagine your world as I imagine my world. If each and every one of us, especially you fathers on Father's Day, you future fathers, you men. Imagine if on our heart and our lips we had the courage this week to pray this prayer and to put it in action. This simple prayer of two words that when our feet hit the ground every day, and when we get in our car and we step in our place of work and we go to our back to our homes and we're there with our spouses and we're we're with our children and we're with our community, these two words in prayer come to our heart, and we pray them, and we put them into action. Two simple words, challenging words, but words that'll be bring great consolation to the Sacred Heart of Jesus these two words coming from your heart and mind send me send me dear Jesus Lord send me